Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell, Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Monday, January 22nd. Today happens to be the birthday of Joseph Dockery. We want to wish Brother Joseph a happy birthday and trust he is blessed of the Lord throughout the day. Amen. And so I uh, hope and pray you're having a good day also as well as we began this work week on this Monday. I hope you had a good weekend, a good day in the Lord's house. We had a good day also as well. And uh, thank God for his blessings. Amen. Brother Jimmy Moyes, evangelist from Lyles, Tennessee, preached for us yesterday. Our son Joshua, pastor of the Pollard Baptist Church in Hayworth, Oklahoma, preached for us in the Sunday school hour. And we had a good time yesterday here at the house of God. And thank God for his blessings. By the way, I want to thank God for supplying in our recent radio marathon. This past week, we had a goal of $45,000. And by noon on Friday, we had reached $50,000 worth of pledges. And so we praise God for that. Thank you, our faithful listener and giver, and those that prayed for us. And thank God for his goodness. Amen. Well, I've got a couple of good songs queued up right here and then a message as we're beginning a sermon for this week that I trust will be a blessing to you. All right, it is time to look into the scripture for this week's sermon. I'm looking at Leviticus chapter number 18. I'll be reading other verses as well, but we're going to look at Leviticus chapter 18 and really go down through all these verses, a number of verses. And I warn you up front that this is a house-cleaning sermon. This is a sermon where I preach on just about every physical sin that you can think about, everything that uh, came to mind that's dealt with there in that Old Testament scripture of Leviticus chapter 18. I've titled this message, A Command to Be Different. And so I hope the message will be helpful. I don't know that it will be enjoyable, but I trust that it will be helpful and that God would use it for his glory and honor. So stay tuned and listen to the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. Turn in your Bible to the book of Leviticus, chapter number 18, Old Testament book of Leviticus. Leviticus chapter number 18, and if you found that, hold your place there. We're going to come back and read quite a bit. I'm going to read two verses in Second Corinthians. So hold your place in Leviticus 18 and turn to 2 Corinthians. I'm going to be dealing mainly with Leviticus 18, but two verses or two texts here in 2 Corinthians that I want to show you. Verse number, chapter number 5, 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, and verse number 17. Thank you, Brother Steve. Amen. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, probably very familiar. Most everyone of us could quote it. But the Bible says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I just want to simply say that when a person gets saved, God changes everything about them. Amen. Everything changes when a person gets saved. And then there's some things we've got to work on and we've got to change. Amen. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse number 17. Wherefore come out. From among them, 
And be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Chapter 7, verse 1, Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So he said, we're the ones got to cleanse it. We're the ones got to come out from some things. God saved us out, but then we got to come out from some things. Amen. And we've got to cleanse ourselves from something. You know why? Because when God saved you, you was clean. But dirt has a way of grabbing back hold of us. Amen. We have a way of getting back contaminated again. We're living in a contaminated world, and it'll contaminate us if we don't constantly keep a watch and cleanse ourselves from those things. Matter of fact, I'm, I wrote down there uh, where he said, let me get back over there. He said, come out from among them and be ye separate. Uh, what, what have we got to come out from? Well, he just said in verse four, 14, talk about come out from among believers. He said, come out from among unrighteousness. He said, come out from among darkness. All that in verse number 14. Don't have anything to do with that. Verse number 15, we come out from Belial. That's that's emptiness and, and vanity and, and wrongheadedness. Then come out from among infidels, all those in verse 15. And then verse 16, come out from among idols. Amen. Don't get caught up in this American idol movement. Amen. Amen. Or any of this, these other movements, but don't have idols in your life. Amen. Don't make the preacher your idol. Amen. Don't make mom and dad your idol. Don't have idols. Amen. Look to the Lord. That's what he's talking about. All right, Leviticus chapter 18, and I'll start with verse number 1. And uh, I'll just read a few verses. I'm going to cover every verse in this chapter. There's 30 verses. I'm, going to cover, I'm not going to read them all right now. We will as we go along. But I want to I'll just start off with a few. Verse number 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, I am the Lord your God. Look at verse 3. This is primarily where I want to get. After the doings of the land of Egypt, wherein ye dwelt, that's past tense, shall ye not do. And after the doings of the land of Canaan, whither I bring you. That's that new life, that promised land life. He said, uh, wherein I bring you, or whither I bring you, shall ye not do. Neither shall ye walk in their ordinances. Ye shall, not, uh, ye shall do my judgments and keep mine ordinances to walk therein. I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. I am the Lord. Amen. I'll stop there in verse number 5. I'm preaching today on this thought, a command to be different. A command to be different. He said, if you're saved, any man be in Christ that's saved, he is a new creature. God made us different when he saved us. You're not the old man you used to be. Amen. Amen. Now, I know Alcoholics Anonymous says that once a drunk, always a drunk. Somebody said they ought to, AA ought to stand for always an alcoholic. God doesn't work that way. When God saves drunks, they're not drunks anymore. Amen. When God saves sinners, they're not sinners anymore. They become saints of God. Amen. It doesn't mean they don't sin, but it means they're a new creature in Christ Jesus. They're not the same old man they used to be. God changes them. But 
As I said, there's things in our life that we got to work on. We still live around some of the same people. Those old habits, they die hard, as they say. Those old things will creep in if we're not careful. That's one reason when you get saved, you need to get, you need to change crowds. Amen. Quit going down to the beer joint, hanging out with that crowd. Even if you're not drinking, don't hang around with them. Amen. Don't hang around with that cussing crowd. Even if you're not cussing, don't hang around with that crowd. Amen. Get in the church. Get in the crowd that's serving God, the crowd that loves the Lord Jesus. Amen. That's the crowd you need to get in. Come out from among them. And so he talks here in Leviticus. I know you know the story uh, about the situation that Israel had, uh, as a nation, had been delivered from Egyptian bondage. They'd learned a lot of bad things down in Egypt. They'd got associated, comfortable, tolerant of a lot of bad things down in Egypt. God said, I'm taking you into another land and I don't want you doing like you did down there. I don't want you doing like they're doing down there. Amen. Matter of fact, he's taking them into a promised land, but that promised land was inhabited, and they're going to leave some of them inhabitants there, by the way, inhabited by wicked, ungodly, unconverted, immoral people. And he said, don't get, don't let those people corrupt your morals. Don't let those people corrupt the principles that I, I have put in your heart and I've, and I've saved you and changed you. Don't let them draw you down. And I'm going to tell you, even in the house of God, when new converts get in, it's easy for them to find people that's still doing some of those old things or that have gone back to some of those old things like a dog returning to its vomit. Amen. And that's exactly what it is. It's returning back to the puke, those things that, that, that we should never want, amen, in our life again. But it's easy for them to line back up. And so I'm going to preach today a topical message using these verses as my text and uh, using it as, a, as the groundwork. But I'm going to preach expositorily from chapter number 18 of the book of Leviticus. Now, I did have New Testament. I'll have more New Testament verses later towards the close of my message. Because we're New Testament Christians. But the Old Testament is not obsolete to us. Amen. The Old Testament principles, these things were not written for us to throw in the trash. These things were written for our example. Amen. They're written for our example that we might learn from them and that we might, that we might fear lest we follow in the same path and fall in the same path. He says that uh, over and over again in the scriptures. And so I am going to use some Old Testament verses and I'm not going to try to put you back under the Old Testament law, but you understand that the book of Leviticus is the giving of the law. Exodus chapter number 20, God gives what we know as the Ten Commandments. Moses read those, but there are many more than that. Moses read those, delivered those to the people. Leviticus is him working those things out. Dealing with the intricate stuff about how they're getting ready to go into the promised land. And in just some some short time, this crowd is moving into the promised land. And he wants them to know the word of God and the commandments of God. The judgments and the statutes that God said they are to walk in. And so I'll go back to this. God's telling Israel uh, this, uh, this fact that they're not to do like the Egyptians that they just come out from. Nor are they to do like the Canaanites among whom they're getting ready to dwell. Can I tell you that in America today, we've got Egyptians and Canaanites in America, spiritually speaking. Amen. We've got people that are doing the same ungodly things that the Egyptians were doing. And the same ungodly things that the Canaanites were doing. Amen. Uh, Matter of fact, let let me go back to this. 
most of us, most Americans, most of the crowd I'm preaching to right here in the auditorium, I don't know who I'm preaching to over the radio, but in the auditorium, most of us have a European background. Our forefathers came here from Europe. They came here, many of them, to have freedom of worship. Amen. To be able to worship God according to the dictates of the Word of God. Amen. Rather than to the dictates of a state church. Amen. Amen. But can I tell you that many Americans today are doing the same ungodly things that the Europeans were doing that we came out from. Those European nations are saturated with sodomy. Just look around America. Saturated with the same kind of stuff. They're saturated with socialism. And America is getting saturated with the same stuff, if I can say it that way. Amen. They're saturated with a godlessness. They're forsaking the house of God. Hey, you talk about Wales. Wales, the land of revival. Amen. Bro- Brother Downey out there trying to witness and work and been there for years and years and years. You remember when he was here last time? He said all those years he's been there, he's not had one convert, not one. He's rescued some churches, thank God. He's helped some older folks get in that wouldn't have somewhere to go if he wasn't there. But nobody seems to want God. Well, look around America. We're seeing the same thing here, amen, that we, that if I could say our forefathers left in that foreign place, amen, from when they came out of Egyptian bondage. When they came out of the religious bondage into the liberty, amen, that we enjoy. But in America, there's Canaanites all over the land. I'm not, I'm not liking the American Indians. That's what we're here when we came here. But I'm talking about, you just look around us today. You can come in church and when you go out these doors, you're going to see people doing all kinds of ungodly, immoral, indecent things. In America, it seems like a lot of Christians dress the same way as those out there that's not even claiming to be Christians. They handle the same kind of talk. They live the same kind of lifestyle. Amen. They go through some of the same things that the ungodly crowd is doing. But brother, uh, brother Sutherland said, I think it was Wednesday morning, brother Sutherland said that he's talking about some of these independent Baptist brethren that used to be what we called our stripe. He said today they've gone off. They're, they're not holding true to the King James Bible that they once held true to. They're not holding true to the standards they once held to. Amen. He said some of them, he said, mark her down. He said in 10 years or less, he said some of them will be telling their uh, parishioners, if you want to say it that way, their congregation, that it's all right for them to smoke marijuana. He said they're already telling them it's all right to drink. Yeah. Amen. They're telling them it's all right to commit adultery. They're telling them it's all right to commit fornication. They're telling them it's all right to dabble in sin. Well, I'll say these things ought not so to be. Amen. Not among children of God. We ought not participate. Even though the people around us are, we ought not participate in those things. So in the book of Leviticus, Moses gives the commandments of God. This fledgling government of Israel is getting ready to start up the nation. They've been the children of Israel. They've been a family down in Egypt, but God's making a nation out of them. Amen. And going to send them into that promised land. Amen. He's preparing them to govern themselves based on the Word of God. By the way, that's what we got to do. Amen. If you want to go out and commit adultery, God probably won't stop you. If you don't stop yourself, He's probably not going to stop you. Amen.
I could name a million things that we could get involved in. Matter of fact, we was up here talking and, and was talking about if Gehazi was saved. And then the question set, could a saved man do those things? Absolutely a saved man could do those things. And God might not stop him. He said, we're to govern ourselves. Come ye out from among them. Amen. He didn't say, hang on, I'll jerk you out from among them. Amen. He said, you, you, I gave you two good legs, use them. Amen. I gave you the ability to get out, get out. That's what he's saying. Amen. I gave you a new heart. I gave you a new life. I gave you new desires. Get out from that stuff. That's what he's talking about. Amen. And that's what I want to preach about if I can today. So we know about the giving of the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter number 20, verse 17 verses. We know there were two tables of law. Those two tables were, most people break those down, four, four laws on the first table, which were from man to God. How that we're to look towards God, remember the Sabbath day, make no other gods before Him. All that, love the Lord thy God with all the heart. All that in those first four commandments between man and God. And then the second table had six commandments that's between man and man. Not to steal, not to kill, not to commit adultery, not all those things that's dealing with our relationship with man. Amen. And when Moses set up the law, and the way that our law is set up, by the way, as well, Matter of fact, I know the Supreme Court and all these different ones they're talking about can't have the Ten Commandments on the courthouse. It is over the, 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 I'll say the marquee, the header of the Supreme Court. It's behind the judges as well. They've got Moses holding those tablets of the Ten Commandments that are engraved and that are embraced by our forefathers. The same forefathers that talked about separation of church and state. They did not mean that we don't have a state that is sanctified and set apart by the Word of God. Amen. But what they're saying is, is that the state doesn't tell the church what to do. Amen. But in that setting up of the government, Baptists believe, it's a, it's a Baptist distinctive matter of fact, believe that the government doesn't have the right to make sure you go to church on Sunday. The government doesn't have the right to tell you which God to worship. They don't have the right to legalize or illegalize or even to deal in those first four, that first table, that's not their job. But their job is to make sure we are good citizens of one another, no matter who you worship or if you worship at all. Amen. Their job is to regulate how we respond and react to one another. Amen. And that's what we're talking about. By the way, the, the second table of laws, what our laws are set upon, should be based upon the Word of God. Not just that we got legislators up there making up new rules. We don't need them making up new rules. We need them looking into the Word of God and, and directing our land in that way. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Amen. If they'll hold up a righteous law again, amen, hold up a righteous law again, it will help our nation, amen. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there, but Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message throughout this week. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.